through wisdom is an house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Hi friends, welcome to the Treasure Box Books Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Ching, a redeemed child of God, happy husband and homeschooling dad, and lifelong lover of good books. Fellow dad, are you eager to fill your children's hearts with truth and faith and wisdom and courage? Do you long to build growing, lasting, God-centered relationships with your family? If you're ready to inspire and equip your children to walk with God by learning and living together, then come join us on our journey, and let's go find the treasures in books. Welcome to the first episode of the Treasure Box Books podcast. In this, the pilot episode, my wife is joining me here at my desk to discuss what's ahead for you here on the podcast. We'll share how this podcast can help you search out the books that are just sitting on the shelves waiting to be discovered and then share those bountiful riches with your family. We will give a quick list of just a few books that have changed our own lives and also discuss how books are like companions and guides. Thank you for joining in. And Kristen, thank you for coming to sit with me and talk on this episode. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Are you going to wear your cowboy hat every time? Maybe I should. This is my straw hat purchased in Fort Worth, Texas in the summer of 2017. Wow, you look like you're ready for an adventure. This hat has been on some adventures. This hat went down to the Grand Canyon. This Mm -hmm. hat went up into Bell Rock. This hat went through Chiracahua. This hat went through Kashkatui. (laughs) And now it's on Treasure Box Books. (laughs) Well, we are here in your office surrounded by books. And I know that this podcast has been on your heart for many months. Mm -hmm. Would you like to tell us about who you're making this podcast for and what it's about and... All that good stuff. Yeah, this podcast is for you dads, particularly for homeschool dads, Christian dads, but it's going to be good for any member of the family to listen to. Nothing embarrassing, nothing that you'll feel like you have to turn it down or skip. It's going to be fun for the whole family. I'm a Christian. I'm a dad of a homeschooling family, and I even teach some of our classes. Mm -hmm. So that's where I come from. But I welcome any and all dads who are serious about raising their children to be spiritually and emotionally and physically healthy for the glory of God. Great. And when will we publish the episodes and how long will they last? Mm. In ideal circumstances, I will publish an episode once each week. But to begin, I'm releasing the first five. We've been working on collecting and formatting content for about half a year now. And I am very eager to start making this material available. Each episode will last about 20 minutes. Um, That's shorter than the average Christian radio broadcast, and it's much shorter than most talk show style broadcasts. I'm a busy dad, and my heart is to help other busy dads. And I know a secret Mm. that even though this is being aired as the first episode, Mm. you actually already have... 19 more episodes ready to go. That's right. Mm -hmm. So would you like to give us a preview of some of the topics you're going to cover? Oh, sure. Well, spread a feast of books for your family is one title. We talk about care for each generation in your family because in one family unit, you can have actually, practically speaking, more than one generation. One of my favorite episodes I recorded is a conversation with my favorite daughter. Mm -hmm. I think she's your favorite daughter, too. 
Also, a conversation with one of our little boys about launching into adventures with books. It was recorded shortly after he and I went on a big 2,000-mile road trip after reading a book. And then we, we retraced some of the places in the book. And one of the most important episodes that I've recorded so far is titled simply, We Need You, Dad. And in that episode, mm-hmm. I talk about some of the statistics of fatherless children and give some practical tips about how dads can be very involved and present in their children's lives. Great. A couple of the episodes already recorded are conversations with other dads who have some special insight or experience that uh, they share with other dads. So I'm really looking forward to posting those episodes as well. Is there anything else you'd like to whet our appetites for in future episodes? Yes, I'm also recording out-of-print or hard-to-find copyright-expired books that are suitable for the whole family. And I look forward to playing samples of those on this podcast. The audiobooks will be available to purchase for download at our website, treasureboxbooks.com. Well, you mentioned the website. What sort of content will we be able to get there? For starters, the audiobooks will be available to purchase there. And I've recorded several chapters of the Bible, which I want to make available for free download. I'm not Alexander Scorby. (laughs) But it's another option, read by an average dad, and it's free. Also, each episode of the podcast will have a web page with show notes where listeners can find links to the books or other resources referred to in the episode, along with a picture or two to illustrate the topic. Sounds great. Well, since this podcast is going to focus on helping dads use books to build their families... Can you share the top five or so books or authors that have been the most influential in your life as a dad? That is a good question. It's a little bit difficult to answer because there are so many good books out there. Of course, it goes without saying that the Bible is absolutely the most important book in my Mm -hmm. life. Um, It's the only book I make a point to read from every day of my life. But for human authors, at this moment, here is my list of the five authors who've had the most influence on my thinking and my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably the very first and most important author uh, that has influenced me is Charles Spurgeon. The first book of his that I read back when I was a teenager was The Soul Winner, and that had a profound influence on my life. He also wrote All of Grace. He wrote the daily devotional morning and evening, and he wrote about 147 other books. His works are probably the ones that I read most often outside the Bible, and he always has this effect on me. He always causes me to look up in childlike faith to God, my Father, and Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. and I greatly appreciate that. I don't agree with all of his doctrines, but I appreciate that he reminds me to look to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Aidan Wilson Tozer, better known as A.W. Tozer, who wrote The Knowledge of the Holy. And I think that was the very first book that I ever read that he wrote before I read many of his other books. He wrote The Pursuit of God, The Pursuit of Man, Man, The Dwelling Place of God, and so on. All of his books magnify God. You can disagree with Mr. Tozer on many things, but you cannot read A.W. Tozer without coming away feeling that God God is almighty. Mm. God is awesome. And the word awesome really doesn't apply to anyone or anything but God. 
And so I appreciate that. I love that about A.W. Tozer. And then third, not as well known as the first two, but J. Oswald Sanders. He directed the Overseas Missionary Fellowship for many years. He wrote The Incomparable Christ and... He's written many other books, but this one stands out in my thinking as having the biggest impact on my understanding of the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I appreciate that so very much. I'd be remiss if I left out two living authors who've been a real help to me. J. Warner Wallace is a former police detective who has written some excellent material on evidential Christianity in his books, God's Crime Scene and person of interest. Mr. Wallace, if you ever hear this, I want to say thank you, sir, for publishing such fine material for our generation. And then about seven years ago, my dad introduced me to a book called Mansfield's Book of Manly Men by Stephen Mansfield. Don't you love the manliness of that (laughs) title and that author? When I read that book, You probably remember how Mm. excited I was, how thrilled I was, because Stephen Mansfield gave voice to my thoughts and feelings of several years about the necessity and the importance of building up men to be manly men in our generation. I found many of his other writings and his podcasts instructional and inspiring. He comes from quite a different doctrinal perspective than I come from, but in this field of encouraging men to be manly men and defining for us what manly men are, I appreciate him. And so, Mr. Mansfield, if you happen to listen to this podcast, I want to say thank you for the good work you're doing with words for men in this generation. So those are my top five, and honey, I'm curious to know who your favorite authors are. This is a podcast for dads, but a little secret. I'm going to whisper to the mic. Mm. Some of the best books that I have found were introduced to me by my wife. Well, for this, I was thinking about books other than the Bible, of course, that have had the most impact on my spiritual life and on who I want to be as a mom and homemaker. The first one is Amy Carmichael. Mm who wrote a tiny little book called If Hmm. that is extremely challenging and Mm -hmm. convicting if you are willing to have your love for Christ challenged, Mm -hmm. then I highly recommend that book. If you're a manly man, read (laughs) If. (laughs) She also wrote many other books of poetry. Some things are a little difficult to understand, but what I do understand is helpful. Elizabeth Elliot had a mm. profound influence on me as a teenager, mostly through her radio programs back then. And mm. then I also ended up hearing her speak at one point and getting a number of her books. A Chance to Die was mm. her biography of Amy Carmichael. And mm. she also wrote Passion and Purity, God's Guidance, and many others. Mm-hmm. And she also wrote the book about her husband, who was one of the five missionaries killed right. in Ecuador, Through Gates of Splendor. Yes. So without her, we wouldn't probably have that story of the missionaries and the little yellow airplane. Yes, and her going back to live with the ones that had killed her husband and bringing the gospel to them. Hmm. A great story. Also, Edith Schaefer, she wrote, What is a Family?, and The Hidden Art of Homemaking. Mm. 
which really gave me a positive vision for what I still hope and long to accomplish in our home today and mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. fall far short of that. <laughs> I feel like the seeds for that vision were planted with her books. Mm. Rachel Jankovic, I believe that's mm. how it's pronounced, wrote a book called Loving the Little Years that was very helpful to me when mm. we had just little ones, I believe, and <laughs> I, I need to read reread that one too. She also wrote one more recently called You Who, <laughs> Why You Matter and How to Deal with It. Mm. And wow, that is deep. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But very insightful into yes. modern culture and why people believe and act the way they do mm-hmm. and how we should think about ourselves mm-hmm. in relation to the God who made us. Finally, Elizabeth Prentice, who wrote mm-hmm. Stepping Heavenward. That is the main one that I have read again and again at different points in my life and usually end up in tears at some point in the book. But <laughs> Even though it's written as a fictional journal of a young lady and then a mom, as she goes through the different stages of life, it is really true to life Mm. and has a lot of good insights about our walk with God. Do you think, back to Elizabeth Prentice, do you think that book would be helpful to a man, to a Mm. dad, to read to understand his wife and his daughters and to understand how to shepherd their hearts, shepherd their souls in their walk with God? Yes, I do. Have you read it? I've never read it. Oh, yeah. So it needs to go into my to-read list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is an entirely other world of books you and I have stepped into Mm -hmm. and found rich treasures in because we have children. Mm -hmm. We get to read books as parents that we would never read otherwise because we're reading them to our children or with our children. And for me, I love this part of being a dad. We get to read fun stuff like Inside, Outside, Upside Down (laughs) and Cowboys Small and Bridey of the Grand Canyon. And they're just fun books that we would never make time to read if we didn't have children. And we get to read classic children's literature, like mm-hmm. Make Way for Ducklings, Yes, Little House on the Prairie books by Laura Ingalls Wilder, and mm-hmm. the works of Holling Clancy Holling, yes. and Robert McCloskey, I'm uh, thinking of many more, too. And I've enjoyed listening to you read some of those aloud to the children. I've been in and out of the rooms as you read the Little House books, and sometimes I just was passing through the room and just stopped. <laughs> and became engrossed in the story and had to sit down and listen. And I was right there with the kids. Read more, Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) And the books for children that we read are not just the light books and not only the classic children's stories, but we also get to read books that explore more deeply into people trusting God and living for Christ. I'm thinking of Gloria Rep's books, especially the mm-hmm. Adventures of an Arctic Missionary series. I know you've really enjoyed, and the children have really enjoyed your reading those together with yes. them. Yes. That genre of books that dig a little deeper, help the kids dig a little deeper in their walk with God. Louise Vernon's books, Douglas Bond's historical fiction books about Mr. Pipes, Mildred Howard, 
As far as I know, she's written only one book, but I've read that two or three times with individual kids, mm -hmm. and I love it. I It brings me to tears every time. It's called These Are My People. It's the story of Gladys Elward, mm -hmm. who really shouldn't have been a missionary <laughs> by any human standards, but God used her in a huge mm -hmm. way in China. And then, of course, The Lamb by John mm -hmm. Cross that we have played for our children on CD and mp3 and we've read with them and probably it's been helpful in leading some of them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, and it's been fun to pass on books that my mom and your mm -hmm. parents passed on to us from many of them from our childhood right. that we read and right. now we're reopening those treasure boxes with our own children mm -hmm. and introducing them to That's right. the same books that we enjoyed. That's right. And as we introduce the books that were companions to us as kids, and now we're introducing our kids to new authors, we really are actually providing our children with companions for life. Mm. That's what we're doing with books. Proverbs 2.20 says that thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of the righteous. I have come to look at books as companions we as dads have responsibility to provide the right kinds of companions in books for our children. The kind of companions that will lead them in wisdom, that will be good companions, that will lead them in the way of life, and not in the way of death. What we've been saying for the past 10 minutes or so is that these books have altered, these books have affected, they have impacted our thinking mm. and challenged our thinking these books have been faithful companions. They have been good friends. They've been good men. They've been good women. They've been wise men. And if we have any wisdom, yes, it came from God, but according to Proverbs thirteen twenty, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, mm. which means that God uses other people right. to introduce us to wisdom and to lead us in the way of wisdom. He does not say, all you need is the Bible. What he said was in Proverbs, if you walk with wise men, son, you'll be wise. Now, yes, listen to the word of God, keep his commandments, walk in his way, and you'll have life. But along with that is walking with men who are wise mm -hmm. also. And they will teach you how to live out the word of God, how to walk in truth. And so when we provide the right kinds of books for our children, it's like we're putting their hand in the hand of a wise man and saying, here, follow this man or follow this woman. Mm -hmm. They will lead you in the way of wisdom. So it's not just living people, but we can also, thankfully, even if we don't have a lot of good mentors around us or around our children, we can introduce them to great Christians and wise people from the ages who have distilled their thoughts into words, mm -hmm. excellently written words yes. in books about many different topics they mm -hmm. will need through life. Yes. Amen. Well, darling, we have done it. Yay! We've recorded episode one. Now we can launch the podcast. All right. Well, I know this project has been on your heart for a long time, mm. and even before you had the idea for the podcast, going back... <laughs> Before I knew you, you were a bookworm. Guilty as charged. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a pastor, you have to read a lot. And as a homeschool dad, you mm -hmm. 
take that responsibility seriously and love to read for entertainment and personal instruction and there's just a lot of reasons to read books yes there are well honey thank you for joining me on this very first episode of the treasure box books podcast you have helped me to get the podcast off to a good start and i've enjoyed talking with you well i've enjoyed it too and we pray that many dads and moms too Mm -hmm. i know that if they're like me they'll probably listen in as well (laughs) but we pray that it will be a blessing to all of you well i have found that there are treasures in books that you can't find anywhere else. And it's my hope, my prayer, that this little podcast will help some other dads dig up those treasures with and for their families and use books as a tool to unite their hearts with their children, with their wives, their entire families, and find the treasures in books. If you heard something helpful today or feel better equipped to lead your family, maybe you have a friend who could benefit from this episode too. Don't keep it to yourself. Hit share in your podcast app or take a screenshot of this episode and share it with a friend. Or just post a link on Facebook to treasureboxbooks.com and let your friends know that this episode might encourage them. You can find any links and resources mentioned today on the episode page linked below or just head over to treasureboxbooks.com and sign up to get our newsletter to keep you informed about future episodes and product releases. And if you've got a book recommendation or experience or idea you'd like to share with other dads, send me an email. My address is nathan at treasureboxbooks.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until we meet again, keep leading your family to find the treasures in books.